Thank you for listening to this podcast from TheUnheardNerd.com. If you like what you hear, please consider liking, sharing, reviewing, and subscribing on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast feed of choice, and help us to keep creating and improving our content. Thank you. Oh, hail Jeffy Jeff. This is Jump the Shark, it's the pop culture podcast from theunheardnerd.com. My name is Will, and with me as ever is my trusty sidekick. Oh, no, not sidekick. Maybe I'm your sidekick. Side. <laughs> oh, that's controversial to start the show. Uh, it's John, Super John. How are you, John? Hey, I'm great. Thanks, thanks, co-host Will. <laughs> co-host, co-host Will. I'm um, sorry, I'm slightly distracted. I'm watching sports while we're podcasting, which I know is bad form, but it's a really crucial game in the Champions League. I wrote notes. She wrote notes, bloody hell. Well, you didn't tell me you were going to do that. Okay. Trying well, to bring out the professionalism here. <laughs> absolutely. Sorry about that. Um, we never had professionalism before. Actually, we tried to do professional. It failed badly, and then we decided to go with non-professionalism, which worked quite well. It is going very well, still. Wherein, if anyone's new to the show, we uh, talk absolutely bollocks with absolutely no truth behind it whatsoever. No structure. Well, it's a a tiny bit of structure. A tiny bit of structure. Uh, We can never remember details. And um, Lots of clicking on keyboard of us trying to get those details back through Google. While recording. (laughs) Miles O'Brien was the character's name in Deep Space Nine, (laughs) not the actor. Just a little bit of fact checking from the last show. <laughs> Carl and Mini. <laughs> Carl Mini. Yeah, it's funny how you can always remember it afterwards. Or when you're listening back and you're screaming at yourself, Idiot! What did you do? Why did you say that? Um, anyway, yeah, there's a soccer ball game and uh, on on the football uh, on on the on the on the telly thing as well, and um, that's on whilst to distract me whilst I can't speak. <laughs> so it's going to be a good show then. Should we start with the headlines, John? Yes, let's. Beep, 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 beep. Avengers crushes all others in the box office. They give a Thanos snap to Avatar, potentially. Possibly. Sonic the Hedgehog, kill it with fire! <laughs> director vows to fix it. Uh, if you can't see what's going on on Game of Thrones, it's your fault. Also, <laughs> also there's a coffee cup because they oh, had those in the day. Lepin, the Lego knockoff in China. Are they busted or are they just knocking out Ghostbusters busting fake busting stuff? Or are they? I don't know. Nothing happened in the football there. That's just me talking shit. <laughs> and finally, we are getting not one, not two, and yeah, three new <laughs> Star Wars films coming in, starting in 2022, which is bad news bad news and i'll tell you why in a minute john oh right after the end of the headline music and we always always i mean i say we me always keeps (laughs) the headlines too short so now i'm gonna have to fill a little bit to fill the music until we get to the bit where the music comes louder and we finish that bit it should be bad now the headlines so uh, i guess the first topic the hot topic 
is um, a little film. It's done quite well at the box office. I yeah. think indie film. No one really expected it to do well. Yeah. Um, it's very, called, very little marketing. It's, it's called Avengers Endgame. Uh, now I don't think it will go on to anything great. Um, I think it's probably just a one-hit wonder. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it does seem to have caught the people's imagination. I'm not sure why. I don't know, maybe, maybe the ten-year build-up helped. I don't know. 11 John facts oh. we said facts 11 oh, years, facts sorry <laughs> 11 years 22 films and uh, I've I've seen it twice now Oy. yeah I, 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 the ones for me just the once oh. yeah yeah well I had a bit of an adventure actually and this involves our good friend Keith the keg Wilson <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> now stupidity on both parts here I'm not giving him the full blame or by any means well yeah normally I'd blame him for everything but no not this time <laughs> Um, we had arranged, as we often do, we've got a little movie club where some of us go and watch films at the Blue Water Multiplex Cinema in Kent. It's huge. They have uh, an array of different types of cinemas. And uh, we had arranged to go and see Avengers Endgame in IMAX 3D. Oh. So I was going off to the soccer ball game, as I often do on a, uh, on a Saturday, being a season ticket for my uh, useless soccer ball team. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I said to Keith the Keg Wilson, how about I'm in your hood, how about I, I roll by your crib in my ride and pick you up and take you to Blue Water, innit? <laughs> so um, he was like, yes, bruv, that's totally sick. <laughs> so so we, we formulated a plan where I would drive Keith the Keg Wilson to Blue Water, we would watch the film, and then somebody yeah. who lives nearer to him would drive him home because ah. I live in London, the opposite direction. Completely, yes. Sounds like a great plan, does it not? Mm-hmm. And I said, are you sure you can get a lift home? And he said, yeah, no worries. Little Jamie will give me a lift home. <laughs> great, ah. perfect. So we drove up to Blue Water to watch Avengers, uh, and we were there at 8 o'clock, and we had our usual fight. Well, I had my five guys. Keith's on the keto diet, as he will tell anyone that listens. And we, um, <laughs> <laughs> he watched me eat a burger, and yeah. it was getting dangerously close to the time that the film was about to start and nobody had oh. arrived. And we're like, shit, where is everyone? So we're WhatsApping and there's sort of, I think there's banter coming back. I'm in great, not so great Yarmouth, says Craig. Okay. Um, are you actually watching a film, says little Jamie. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and still I think they're winding me up and they're just in the car and they're running a bit late. So we start calling people and they're like, you idiots, it's next week. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> So Keith the Keg Wilson and myself are sat there thinking, well, it's half past eight. The f- we were going to go and watch the film. Why don't we anyway? We might as well just go and watch it now. Because yeah. Keith actually got plans next week, well, the, the following week, and couldn't make it anyway. Oh, fair enough. Brilliant planning from Keg. So uh, we, we went to the box office and no seats available for the half eight showing. Next one is 10 o'clock. I'm like, well, screw that. I don't want to hang around for an hour and a half or whatever. <laughs> Um, let's just, I'll just drive you home. I've got to drive you home. There's no other way you're going to get home. <laughs> so yeah. I've got, got to drive you home now in the opposite direction to my home. He's like, there's a cinema on the way. And he's right, there is. It's the one near where I was born, Cuxton. Uh-huh. So we vomit down the motorway. We've got literally 10 minutes from the water <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. Cuxton. And uh, you don't... You don't need to know the area to say... Uh, in order to make that, I had to do a steady average speed of 100 miles an hour. Oh, God. <laughs> on yeah. the motorway we got to the car park at exactly 10 to 9 the time that the film was scheduled to start now as we know films never start on time they always have adverts uh, at yeah. least for 20 minutes before the film 
So we're in the car park. We're trying to find a car parking space. You cannot find a car parking space in Cuxton Car Park by that cinema. It is impossible. So we parked on the pavement. Okay. Next to a van with some dubious types hanging around it. I felt safe that my va- that my car would be okay. It's a shit heap. So yeah, nobody's going to steal that. <laughs> so we went to the cinema. We got uh, got some drinks. And uh, you know, I've got a child-sized bladder. And this is a three-hour yes. plus film. It is. I thought, I'm not going to make it through. But I need a drink. I'm parched now. So mm-hmm. we got in. We bought tickets. We had to go all the way to the end of a row. I asked everybody to stand up so that we could get past. And the film was already 10 minutes in at this point when we sat down. Great, no problem. We're sat there. Keith pulls out his hip flask. He's bought some <laughs> spirits with him uh, <laughs> to tip into his orange Fanta. And I'm not sure if that fits right. in with a keto diet, but I'm assured it does. So Keith's sitting there, getting slightly hammered whilst we watch Avengers Endgame. Oh, dear, yeah. I'm, I'm loving the film. I'm enjoying it. I didn't even need to pee through that three hours. Oh, well done. Thank you, thank you. Unlike Keith, <laughs> who made everybody get up again. <laughs> Let him out halfway through. But it didn't really matter, because there were two people with babies in the cinema, and oh. people who wanted to chat through it as well. To oh, which oh, everybody sorry. else had your reaction. was like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, quite an adventure. But we did get to see Avengers Endgame, all by the first ten minutes, but I have been back the following week to, Blue, uh, to watch it at the IMAX 3D, and I caught the first ten minutes. Seven out of ten. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. It's amazing. What do you think, John? As 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 I treated my reaction is, is, is stayed the same. Um, I'd uh, I'd quite happily not watch another Marvel film. I thought that was a perfect ending to this run. Yeah, it was really well done. It's I, fantastically well done. I think that, like the first half of the film, and we may go a little bit spoilery here. So if you haven't seen Endgame. Um, don't watch the Spider-Man trailer. And also, <laughs> yeah, don't watch that. <laughs> don't listen to any more of this podcast until you have seen it. But do come back. Please come back. We're like half our listenership, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, but first sort of half the film is quite dialogue heavy, I'd say. It's Mm. it's a lot of uh, setting up, a lot of exposition. Um, But, yeah, no, it doesn't drag in any way, shape or form. No. uh, It really sets the story up, you know, and Ant-Man being quite key to the story. I'm going to try and go spoiler free, but mm, mild spoilers, maybe. Um, but then the second half, oh my goodness, what a lot of action, <laughs> what a lot of action, and, and it's all like just amazing, um, I think there's only one point where I, I, I flattered my eyelids and went, really, and that may be when, um, I don't want to say, it. I, I don't want to spoil it, but. Um, Does it involve the Hulk? No, no, no. Because that, that was my lowest point for the film. I, I didn't mind it actually, I didn't mind no, that, it. That, that, actually, not, not the fact that. Uh, what level? Of, I wish we had like a spoiler grade here. I couldn't so, know what to say. <laughs> I think we can probably say Professor Hulk is okay. Yeah, I was happy with that. I I, I accepted. You know, that I like what they've done there. Mm. It's the fact that there's, without trying to be too spoilery, obviously there's a, a heavy heavy time travel element of this film. Yeah, and we get to see um, previous uh, Marvel films from different angles, which I really liked. Yeah. Um, and when Professor Banner turns up in one of them, and they say, "Oh, to to, to blend in, can you act more like the Hulk?" <laughs> gotcha. And he's walking around, sort of smashing things up, going smash, bash, grr, I'm angry. And I just, I'm laughing about it now. Actually, when I saw it, I was like a bit, "Oh, this joke's a bit pathetic." I didn't mind it. I think you're being a bit harsh, John. That's my. Professor, Professor, I'd love to watch it again. Professor, I find it 
better the second time. Well, I'm laughing now, so what I mean, am I talking about? <laughs> I mean, given that it's a three-hour-plus film, it's like, it's what, three mm. hours, six minutes, something like that? Um, yeah. I, I wasn't sure I'd make it through the second time without having to pee. Yeah, and, and and I did still. I mean, it's such an engrossing film that even with my child-sized bladder, I was made to, <laughs> able to make it through the film, having had big drinks in both on both occasions. Brilliant. Yeah, but uh, no, it's fantastic. Uh, the, it's a character in blue uh, that that was my sort of really moment. Um, I don't want to give too much away, um, but you know, sort of. Um, I can't say it. I can't say it. I can't say it. <laughs> but maybe, maybe next time. Maybe next time I'll mention it. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I I mean, it's is it a perfect movie? It's certainly a perfect end to to. It's not even the end of Phase Three, is it? Spider Man. Spider Man technically the end, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's technically yeah. I mean, I said, um, I said, I said. I mean, I I said it on the website, and uh, I'll say it again now. And I mean, what I just said to you is that I thought it was a perfect end, and I'd be happy to watch no more. And then I watched that Spider Man trailer yesterday, and I was like, "Bring it on! Yeah. <laughs> I want to keep going." <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Um, the first Spider Man film, or the the most recent one, you know, with um, Homecoming. Yeah, exactly, Homecoming. Yeah. Um, I I enjoyed it a lot, but it wasn't amazing for me. <laughs> amazing, mm-hmm. amazing Spider Man. It, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, enjoyable. Um, yes. And I kind of feel the same way probably about this one. But then I didn't really like Ant Man, and I loved Ant Man and the Wasp. So maybe uh-huh. maybe it will grow on me. I don't know. Maybe I've got a bit more familiarity with the character. Uh, but it does look interesting. That what what I thought was going to be just a, a like a road trip for Peter Parker, and yeah. shit happens. Actually, it's it's opening up a whole shit more. Um, you know about the uh, spoiler multiverse. I know. Uh, and uh, you know possible different uh, timelines and things like that. So um, it, it, it that is quite exciting, uh, and and it is yeah it's got it's piqued my interest a lot more from this second trailer. But I am curious why they felt the need to bring out such a spoilery trailer so close, uh, yeah. After the after Avengers Endgame has been in cinema, I mean it's only been out a, a week or two. I mean there's, there's going to be a lot of people that haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I mean I don't. I mean you can sort of I don't know. I'm trying to think why they even included it in the trailer. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I mean I mean kind <laughs> of, I guess you know it's, it kind it's, of it kind of plays with the story, I suppose, or the way. The way Peter Parker's feeling at the moment, I guess it sort of it's tapping into the you know the common zeitgeist, the feel of uh, you know the feel of the moviegoers, you know Marvel fans, and yeah, they probably are all reeling a little bit from um, a certain demise in that film. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's it's, it's uh, certainly a key character who's been central to pretty much everything in some way in the in that you know yeah. one, two, and three. So it's quite a big gap to fill. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, Avengers Endgame absolutely crushing it. It's um, <laughs> it's made more money than any other film in its sort of opening couple of weeks, apart yeah. from uh, Avatar. Avatar is the only film that still has grossed more. But you know, it's it's going to surpass that surely. I mean, although someone uh, pointed out on Twitter that I've completely forgotten that Disney now own Fox, yeah. so they own Avatar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's no, it's no, it's no competition. I think a lot no. of people have got beef with James Cameron for what he said about you know he hopes that people get sick of the Marvel films soon. Um, <laughs> Did you say that? I missed that. 
Yeah, he did. Yeah, and yeah, he was like, "You wait, wait until Avatar." You know, hopefully, saturation oh. of of these, yeah, fan saturation of these films will uh, will kick in soon, and uh, people will lose interest. But it doesn't look like that's going to happen. No. So uh, yeah, I th- maybe maybe we should move on from Avengers Endgame. But yeah, definitely, I I don't know if it's a perfect movie, but it's certainly a perfect conclusion to the whole Thanos saga and and you know. Yeah, twenty-two films, eleven years of movies. Uh, it came together really nicely. They've done a great job. Yeah, really agreed. Nailed it. Right, Sonic the Hedgehog. On the other hand, <laughs> oh dear, if it mentions Sonic, I think I'd be about to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've we've seen the first trailer for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and it looks awful. Absolutely oh dear, awful. Um, I mean, the trailer itself, not too bad certainly nothing to get excited about um i'm got, looking forward to jim carrey well, yeah i mean we've got jim carrey sort of going back to his uh was it uh, ace ventura so, yeah sort of 90s back to back to 90s jim carrey pulling the faces and being wacky and and, and right at the end of the trailer we saw him with the big bushy moustache and the red yeah. suit and the goggles and that looked dope that looked really cool um, i reckon that's either either going to be for the final battle yeah. Or that's going to be like a trailer. Um, that's going to be like a, a credits tease. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, I think, you know, I, I suspect it, he'll he'll start looking like that when it's revealed that he's actually you know, a, a bad guy and what his true intentions are. Yeah. But, uh, I guess we'll see on that one. That's um, Sonic. But, oh, fucking hell, Sonic. I mean, how wrong could they get it? Uh, you know, we saw we, we saw a tiny little teaser poster, and everybody went, nope. No, <laughs> nope, don't like it. Even just like, his profile was the the um, forgotten the word. The shape was wrong. Yeah, they, they, uh, the proportions. The proportions were wrong. Proportions definitely very wrong. That's the word I thought. It, it even in the trailer, it looks like. I mean, it looks like a, a real thing, but it sort of looks like a kid in a costume. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does. It looks <laughs> like a kid with a mascot's head. Yeah. But even though everybody who saw that picture went, no, I don't like it, I don't like it, I don't like it, it's going to give me nightmares, they went, do you know what, I think you will like it. Uh, just, just check this out. Oh, no, I still don't like it. The um, eyes are wrong. It's got yeah. te- It's got like human-like teeth. Human teeth, too many human teeth, all the <laughs> same size. Uh, yes, yeah, so the director went on to social media. <clears throat> he said, thanks a lot for all your feedback. And criticism. <laughs> we here, uh, you don't like the look. Uh, we will fix it. Uh, we want this product to be the best that it can possibly be. So um, it looks like they're going to change uh, Sonic's look, which they, uh, they should have done in the first place, really. I'd be interested to see what they do because if they're talking about changing a character's appearance and the film's out in five months. <laughs> that's well, scrapping I... a lot of work that's already been done. Some poor people are going to have to work 24 hours. To get this finished by its release date. Well, it must be pretty simple, mustn't it? Just shrink it down a little bit. I mean, you know, it's like it's it's all there. Just shrink it down. It's just. I don't think. I don't think it's going to be quite that easy. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't work in Hollywood in uh, CG, no. but I, I'm sure it's that easy. I'm sure they can do that. Maybe they release a, a second, another trailer near a release with a new look, and we can all <laughs> reappraise what they've done. Then let's hope so. I do feel that they've lost a lot of people already. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. Um, what they couldn't CGI out uh, recently was a coffee cup in oh, Game God. of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. 
it was a very very fleeting glimpse uh, in front of uh, Daenerys Stormborn, uh, but there was a, there was a Starbucks or similar takeaway cup sat on the table <laughs> in the fantasy world of Westeros or wherever the fuck it is, the Seven Kingdoms. Uh, apparently, they have takeaway Starbucks there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, apparently, now I'm no expert again, but I read this on Twitter, so it must be true. Someone said yeah. it was about a 15 minute job to get rid of that. And no oh. one bothered. <laughs> me. Yeah, they could have CG CGI'd it out, uh, but they didn't. They didn't. But who cares anyway? I watched it. I knew in advance that the coffee cup was in that episode, and I still missed it. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, there's a there's a, an article that's just gone online um, a few hours ago from um, io9 mm. that said, you know, this is not the first time there's been a mistake in Game of Thrones, and. Um, there's one in there, like someone getting on a horse and their sword is blatantly rubber and it flaps all over the place <laughs> while they get on the horse. But the, the favourite one, I can't remember the character, what season it is, whatever, is someone sitting on the floor of a forest leaning against a tree and quite blatantly, when you notice it, next to his leg is a laptop power charger and cable. <laughs> so obviously he was checking something on a, on a laptop and then they just went, oh, give that to me, you can't have that. And then they forgot to take the cable away afterwards. Ooh. <laughs> so it's not the first time it's happened for some reason it's just it's just blown all out of proportion yeah well, I, I know you're not, you don't watch Game of Thrones but uh, I, I am fully up to date with it and um, there was an episode yeah. that, that, that shout was... out shout out to my missus she's dedicated she's getting up at two in the morning and watching that one bloody hell really That'd be a bit extreme <laughs> yeah she gets up at two, in the, two was it? no it'd be two o'clock on a Monday morning to watch the um, simultaneous broadcast yeah wow <laughs> is it is it on Sky Atlantic at the same time as in the US or something? Yeah, so the US get it at what nine o'clock Sunday evening, which I means Sky, yeah. I think I think so. Which Sky Atlantic means they show at the same time, but for us it's two o'clock on a Monday morning. Right, gotcha. Okay, that's dedication. I usually watch that it, is. <laughs> I usually watch it the next day. <laughs> She's like, I can't wait till the next day. It's okay, fair enough. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm watching it on the Monday, but usually after work, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no dedication. Um, but the episode before the most recent one that was on uh, what day are we? We're recording on a Tuesday, so there was one yeah. on yesterday. Um, so uh, the uh, episode three, I think it was of season eight. The huge epic battle that took eleven weeks to f- was it eleven weeks to film? Yeah, Over no, three fucker months? Could, no fucker could see it. <laughs> exactly, because I actually sat there and tried to watch some of it with the missus, and I'm like, "What's going on?" <laughs> It's so dark. I thought, Even had the brightness turned up to maximum, and it still made it no better. Honestly, I thought it was the version <laughs> I was watching, for want okay. of a better description. Well, you put it that way. Apparently, the sky when that, she watched the uh, that was the two two a.m. recording she watched the next day. But apparently, the nine o'clock the nine o'clock showing on Monday. Apparently, Sky had um, tried to tweak it to make it more visible. Oh, right, blimey. Wow, yeah. But I know the, uh, the show's cinematographer basically <laughs> come, come out and said, It's your fault. Fuck you. It's like that on purpose. <laughs> it's your fault. What, what, you're not watching it properly. <laughs> you, you've got to know how to tune your TV properly and watch it with your curtains closed and no light and oh, you know, about dear. three centimetres from the screen so you can see yeah. what's going on. People shouldn't be watching it on their phones. Like, we're not we're trying to watch it on our 50 inch screen I mean, like... yeah seriously I watched it on my big fucking TV and I couldn't make out a thing 
uh, other than the the glaring continuity errors, you know, <laughs> like a dragon that can blast a hole in a fifty foot tall wall can't yeah. break a rock with Jon Snow hiding behind it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> couple of little problems with that, but uh, other than that, yeah, very good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do love Game of Thrones, and I am going to miss it when it finishes. Um, what is there two two left three two, two left two, two episodes left? left at the time of yeah. recording probably finished by the time this comes out <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> no i hope not i'll try and get this edited and out before then I'll try <laughs> right next on our uh on our headlines we, we are discussing the headlines in quite quite a lot of depth this time john i'm enjoying we this it's good um busting makes the chinese authorities <laughs> feel good uh, <laughs> because they've busted lepin they have. Or have they? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you, this is your story, John. You tell me. Okay, for those who uh, have, have missed previous editions of the, uh, the podcast, we've discussed... How dare you? <laughs> Go back and listen to them all. That's right. Go back now. Binge. Binge listen. Um, we've discussed several times uh, basically a Chinese knockoff brand of Lego, which goes under the name of Lepin, mm-hmm. um, of which I own three models from them you're the problem uh, john you're the problem <laughs> the problem <laughs> well i said um try and keep it brief the, i mean the big appeal to them is that i'd say the quality is almost on par with legos and it's literally a third the price hold up did you just say legos ah uh, lego apostrophe s yes legos product lego <sighs> a, a legos pro- yeah that's all right isn't it thank goodness i thought i was gonna have to hang up Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> right, just for the record, it's not Legos. No one calls it Legos. It's Lego. The Lego. Americans do for some reason. Lego. Yeah, speak to the Danish. They're the ones that invented yeah. it. <laughs> it's, oh, look, you have some Lego bricks. You don't yeah. have, there. There's, there's Legos. Anyway, so off topic. Anyway. Sorry, my mistake. Carry on. That's all right. Um, so it's so, on par with Lego's product. Yeah, so uh, as, a, as an example... Um, the Ultimate Collector Series Millennium Falcon, which uh, in the UK retails for, oh, just a little bit under £650 by one penny. £649.99. Uh, I was dribbling over one just <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, tell a lie, Sunday, Sunday. I was in the Lego store with my yeah. face up against the glass again, <laughs> dribbling on the Millennium Falcon. And incidentally, they had the Y-Wing in store, which uh, is quite hard to get at the moment. So. Oh, I do like that one, and I've got a birthday coming up. Just saying. Hint, hint. <laughs> um, so the the Lepin version of the Millennium Falcon you can get for about two hundred pounds. Hmm. So that's why it's, I've uh, discovered it's, it's been quite popular in the West. People are importing it from uh, secondhand, not secondhand, so you know, like middlemen, hmm. third parties, third parties. Yeah, but anyway, apparently Lego are trying to move into China. They're opening up stores there. And I think to try and show that they are doing something about it, uh, the, the, the uh, Shanghai police shut down um, a Lepin factory. Oh, here they arrested three people who were the, uh, the masterminds behind the... Uh... Uh, yeah, apparently they arrested four people. Um, I don't know what the split was, but one of them was apparently one of the, guy who, one of the guys who runs another brand called uh, Zing Bao. I think it's how you pronounce it. Uh-huh. Uh, the other guys were associated with Lepin. Um, in this warehouse, they found 630,000 finished sets, uh, 200,000 instruction booklets that had already been printed out, 200,000 printed boxes that were ready to be 
uh, made into products and they found machines, uh, 90 molds for making the bricks. Wow. Uh, and I think I think I read somewhere, I think about a fine or a charge or something in the 20, 30 million dollar range or something. You've but got, got to wonder, if they had all those resources, why didn't they think of a product that was unique? <laughs> <laughs> well, there are some people saying that some of the patents on Lego bricks have actually expired, which I think is partially true. But I don't know. I don't think if they've painted every single brick. Right. I mean, there was there was a, there was a, I can't remember the story was because it was last year or the year before, where Lego um, successfully sued Lepin and other brands for copying their brands. But it wasn't the copying of the bricks; it was the copying of the IPs. So, uh, was it is it Hex Hexo Knights? Yeah. And some of the other ones, some of the ones that Lego have um, designed themselves, these Chinese people were copying, and that's what they were sued for. But right. it's just the end of Lepin. Well, time will tell, because I, I don't think that that entire warehouse was their operation. I think they're going to come back under another name. Ooh. Even though you know, key players have been arrested. Even though key players have been arrested, yeah. I don't. I mean, there, there's, there, are, there are other brands. There's, there's several other brands that are out there, you know, making knockoffs. But I think because they're. Um, lesser known I think they haven't been touched because I think Lepin's the, the, one of the biggest of the lot and they've got the most attention so it's like let's bust them let's make an example of them Do you know what I'm most disappointed about John? What's that, that None of the news outlets have done a, a Lego animated telling of the story of Le- Lepin getting busted Yeah you know, Little Lego coppers turn up at a, a factory <laughs> built of Lego and they find yeah. they knock off Lepin inside and they arrest the guys and they take them to the the Lego police station with the roller <laughs> garage on the side. I'm a little bit disappointed that uh, none of the news outlets have, have utilised that tool uh, to, t- <laughs> to tell that story. And if I had even a slightest bit of CGI skill, I would do that. That'd that's, be cool. That'd be that, awesome. That's that's my biggest concern with that. <laughs> okay, the fact the story wasn't animated with characters. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, I wasn't. I was in the Lego store. Um, you know, I visit quite often. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, they change everything so often. So then they've got all the Star Wars twentieth twentieth uh, anniversary Star Wars Lego products in there now. So all the new sets. So I had to go and have a look, didn't I? Yeah. Well, was, I, was, uh, I was considering getting the lipping version of those. Ironically, <laughs> <laughs> I do like that Y wing though. I, I mean, as a oh, the, the collector series one. Yeah. As a fan of Star nice. Wars, I don't really like. Yeah, I didn't really care for the ship much before, but the Lego set looks amazing. I think it'd be a lot of fun to build. Um, that said, I have a Lego set um, here. I think I may have mentioned it before. Eighty-five pounds, something from Rebels or something. I don't know. Don't recognise it. I haven't even. All right. it. <laughs> I, I got it as a leave-in gift for my last job in December. All right. <laughs> it's still in the bulk in the in the bag. You have unbuilt Lego. I do. Yeah. Shame. I and yeah, but my, I mean, my kids have got a half-built uh, Hogwarts grand. I don't know, something or other in the corner as well. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so I'll wait for them to finish that and then maybe I'll build my Lego Star Wars. Cool. Star Wars Lego even. <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't even got the football on now, it's half time. I've turned it off. Um right. <clears throat> Talking of Star Wars, John. Yes. I've got absolutely no facts on this, but there are three new Star Wars films coming starting in twenty twenty two, apparently. Yeah. The reason this is bad news Okay. Is that Ryan Johnson is making them all? 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> what did you do that? He's, he's putting together a whole new trilogy, isn't he? That doesn't involve, I think, have anything to do with the current films that are out. Well, it's he can't because be he's fucked fresh. it up already, hasn't he? And it's all shit, and that was rubbish, and it's, well, he just spoiled it all. And it's, no, I don't want it anymore. I don't like it anymore. I'm done. I'm done with it. Done. <laughs> is that your approximation <laughs> of the internet? No, that's me. That's me. <laughs> Genuinely, Last Jedi ruined it. <laughs> the four out of ten. <laughs> Rubbish. No, I, I detest that film. I can't stand it. I, I can't watch it. I've tried watching it maybe three or four times now. Uh-huh. I fall asleep every time. It's boring. Really? I wow. Don't like it at all. So, um, Ryan Johnson can go fuck off somewhere <laughs> China or something <laughs> um, but yeah so, uh, so yeah three three new films uh, so a new saga I presume with uh, unrelated to the current saga that's that's apparently the plan yeah new characters new situations yeah um, I mean uh, there's been a few, little bit more information about this Mandalorian series oh yeah being created by John Favreau mm-hmm. um, of uh, Iron Man fame he directed Iron Man, didn't he? He started. He the, did. Uh, That's right. He did the one and two, and then he's sort of been a producer on a lot of them as well. He's produced a lot of films, like big films. If you look at IMDb and you look at him, yeah, he's, he's done a lot of big films. Um, yeah, crazy big, crazy big stuff. You don't even realise he's involved with. But there you go. He's obviously a big player in Hollywood. He is, and seems like a nice guy as well. <laughs> um, Right, that's the headlines. So, um, keeping with the theme and, and continuing our usual form, I think mm-hmm. we might move on to what we've watched since the last time we spoke. Yes. And um, I watched a film, John, that uh, stars uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, Brie Larson. Uh, I'm, of course, talking about Kong Skull Island. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they! I, I yeah, I, I, yeah. I completely forgot about that film. Yeah, I didn't, know, I didn't know any of them were in it. <laughs> I, I was trying to follow you. It's like Tom Hiddleston, Samuel Jackson, Freela. No, I'm lost here. <laughs> Got to be a Marvel film, right? Yeah, they're all yeah. Marvel so I'm thinking, films. like, hey, they're in it. Yeah, I watched because um, when we went to see uh, Avengers Endgame, they had a big, big trailer for Godzilla Two. Oh yeah, uh, and um, King of the Monsters. And, and it made me think, you know, well, I, enjoy, I enjoyed the first Godzilla film. It's a bit slow and it's quite long, but I did enjoy it. And, yeah, um, same here. It's quite a slow build. Um, and Kong Skull Island is sort of an interim film that will lead into the the, the Godzilla universe. And um, we already know that the next film is going to be Godzilla versus King Kong. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it all ties in. So I thought I'd give it a look. It, it popped up on Amazon Prime. Okay. And um, I, I quite enjoyed it. I, I was feeling a bit poorly over the weekend, so I went to bed early and uh, I sat in bed and I watched that. And I quite enjoyed it. And I had no idea Brie Larson was in it, so that was a bit of a bonus. <laughs> I'm about to watch it again now, I completely forgot. <laughs> I, re- yeah. I really enjoyed that film, though. It's surprisingly entertaining. It's really good. It is, yeah, yeah. It's another one. It's a bit like Tomb Raider. It's, like, it's not top of my list, but actually when I watch it and give it the time, it's quite enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are faults with it, like the... There are characters that seem quite key, and then they just drop off the 
you know, like John, the John Goodman character, you think he's quite key to things, and it's just like, where is he most of the film? He's not, <laughs> not really in it. It's like, did he, did he have other things to do? Is he busy? I don't know. <laughs> I can't he's that busy. No, it's stuck on an island. Well, yeah, Roseanne was cancelled because she's a racist, so... <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah, Kong Skull Island. I'm not going to say too much more on that, but I quite enjoyed it. It's one that I missed. Oh, I have watched much stuff. Have you? Again. Well, some of it could probably lump under one banner, but we'll come to that later. Um, can, I watched can you it as... cough twice before your most obscure review, please? <laughs> <laughs> Just so I, I don't know anything it. really obscure at the moment. That think. means it's, it's all quite... obscure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint the regular listeners. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Mm. Which I know you said you watched, or you'd started watching the last time we recorded the about, podcast. I watched about three quarters of it. Ah, right. Okay. I still haven't finished it. Fair enough. Um, what do you think? Disappointing. <laughs> How good? It's not just me. <laughs> I honestly thought that I, I was struggling with it because I wasn't giving it the, the fair attention and time. Um, but I think it is just a bit boring. I mean, the problem is the film, for me, falls into two distinct categories. When it's set in the future, it's a not very interesting, basically a not very interesting prison film. Yeah. Uh, and then when they use the DNA link to go back to his past memories of 15th century Spain... It's exciting, well-shot, brilliant action. Yeah. It's it a, <laughs> it a bit confused, isn't it? Uh, it's just like, oh. So I was quite disappointed by the time I got to it. Because I've been wanting to watch it for ages, never got around to it. Mm. Sat there and watched it again. Oh, it's it's one half's pretty good and the other half's pretty boring. I, I may have to take it off of my Netflix watch list now. Um, <laughs> I think I, I'm never going to really finish it and I'm never going to start it again for sure. So I think I might I just have to ditch that one. Another another film to add to the list of um, games that have been tried to try to adapt into films. Yeah, it doesn't always work that well, does it? No. Hmm. Okay, what else have you watched? Yeah. Um, okay, I'll chuck in two Netflix documentaries into the mix here. Ooh. Uh, what should we do first? Let's do that one first. Um, uh, Fire, the greatest party that never happened. All right, I saw that. What's that about? This is about, uh, in 2017, um, a guy by the name of Billy McFarland was going to um, try to set up a fire festival, which is going to be a, a music festival on a tropical island. Okay. Uh, one of the biggest problems was he tried to do it in six months. Okay, ambitious. <laughs> and uh, the whole thing fell apart, basically. Uh, it's him and the, um, the rapper Ja Rule. Oh yeah, Charlie we're like yeah. we're like we're like bigging it up and saying this is going to be the best festival ever. Blah blah blah. They took. Um, oh, they took, what, this they is the, yeah? the people invested their livelihoods. They they. You know, I I did see a trailer for this. I think. Yeah. There was, there was a woman with who was doing the catering, and she basically lost her entire life savings. Yeah, she spent her, she spent her life savings to try and help out sort this thing out, and she's not going to get the money back. Oh, that sucks. And she she's she's devastated. It's it's quite heartbreaking. Um. But I mean, they 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 hired. Um, oh, I hate these people. Influencers. Okay. Yeah. Well, what the fucking job title that is. John, we're um, influencers. Did you not realise that? We're sorry. Influ- we're we're influencers. That's how it, that's how it definition. Are we? 
Absolutely. We're influencing <laughs> at least five people with this podcast. <laughs> yes! <laughs> probably influencing them never to listen again. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah, uh, so they hired, they hired influencers to um, promote this festival. They took, they took models to a uh, tropical island and took loads of like sexy photos and stuff and saying, you know, wish you were here, fire festival, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept, there's, there's all different kinds of packages for, uh, you know, each ticket would cost like thousands of dollars, but you'd get like a, a luxury, uh, gl- uh, a glamping tent. Right. That'd be, that'd have like, it'll be luxuriously filled with furniture and stuff and it'll be brilliant and it'd be a brilliant thing. Uh, yeah. Six months to organize it. Didn't work. Fell apart. Um, People, people got off the plane, got taken by bus to the uh, the event site and found uh, a setup of emergency storm shelters. Nice. Uh, uh, cargo containers um, full of mattresses and stuff. They're all supposed to be in the tents ready, but things had leaked and everything was soaking wet. Uh, <laughs> it's, I've, got, it's, I've got to say, John, this sounds like yeah. unusual viewing for you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like you. I saw the trailer and I went. I'm, I'm going to watch this. It's really interesting. Just watch how how much this thing fell apart. How many lives it affected. Yeah. Um, I mean, even in the final part of the uh, the documentary, where where uh, Bill is arrested and released on bail for basically defrauding loads of people, he lied about how much money he had, how how he had stocks and shares and stuff, and it's all lies. Yeah. So he's out on bail, and even then, he starts running a ticket scam, saying that he has um, like tickets to really top events that you can't normally get and people are paying them money to get these exclusive tickets that you can only get by being members of certain things and all that. it's like what's wrong with you man you just can't stop trying to make money that's but a shame that? Yeah. that is a that, that was a really interesting documentary i enjoyed that well i mean i have to yeah give you credit the, the trailer did make it look quite compelling um, yeah and then i, I for whatever you know, i just forgot about it i've been super <laughs> super busy lately um really struggled to find time to sit down um to 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 enjoy things like that yeah um yeah okay what was the other documentary the other documentary is called behind the curve okay and this is (laughs) no i don't think you're one of these people this is about flat earthers oh man i love those guys now (laughs) i I, I like to point out front this documentary doesn't set to take the piss out of them it um it's to try and try and find out who these people are why they think this way and basically, the, the main guy is a YouTube, a big flat earther on YouTube. He's called Mark Sargent. He's a bit of a, a flat earth celebrity. Right. And, they, and they, they follow him around and he meets other, other fellow flat earthers. They discuss how they think the universe really works and why NASA is lying to us. <laughs> it's just be, utterly it be amazing obvious. if they were right. <laughs> <laughs> it would be imagine? but there's just so much proof well this is this is the, this is the, there are two massive highlights um in the whole documentary um I, i'm not going to explain this very well if you get a gyroscope and put it on on, on the earth as the earth moves on its because the earth's on a slightly rotated axis isn't it yeah i think this is right as the earth moves around on its axis this gyroscope will always move off-center by 15 degrees, if that makes sense, I think. Sure, 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 yeah, yeah. So they say we could do this, but we know it's not going to be very accurate. So they never say who, but some flat earther stumps up $20,000 and they buy a laser gyroscope. <laughs> and uh, they set it, you don't actually see the experiment, but here they go to a, um, like a, a, 
uh, a barbecue flat earth barbecue event or something and they hear this guy talking to some of the other guys or no just one other guy and he says um yeah we've got this laser gyroscope and uh every hour it moves 15 degrees and he goes you can't tell anyone this is strictly confidential he goes just can't get out we've got to we've got to, we don't think we've done the experiment right we've got to try and figure out how to do it and he's sitting there going oh fucking hell wow they got science screaming at them in the face that the earth is round yeah but the, 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 um i'm mean, kind of a bit of a spoiler the other one the other experiment they set to do they have uh three large styrofoam panels each one with a hole cut in the center and each of these panels i think uh three panels spread over i think it's a, a three mile distance or something mm. and the idea is if the earth is flat you shoot a laser beam through the hole it will simply go through the hole of the first one, hole of the second one, and then hit the panel at the end because it's a straight line. Sure. But this doesn't work because the laser beam s- dissipates too much over the distance. So they can't, it's not a fine dot, it's a huge, it just lights up the entire board. So they go, all right, we'll do it on a smaller scale. <laughs> so they get, they get these two, pyro, two um, styrofoam massive panels with a hole cut in them. There are, I think, I can't remember how far apart they are. They're only a certain distance apart. But the idea being, if you shine a light through the through them, if it again, if you're in a flat Earth, they're in a straight line. The light will just shine straight through, and you'll see it at the other end. Yeah. So they stand. They, they, get, they have these panels up. They're standing there. They're shining the light through the first panel, and the and they go and they um they can't see the guy at the other end can't see the light, and he goes. I don't understand this. Where's the light? And he goes, you shining the light? He goes, yeah. And he goes, can you hide the light? Ab- hold the light above your head. And he does that, and it suddenly appears. <laughs> Which, again, proves, just proves the theory. The guy just goes, oh, that's interesting. And then the documentary <laughs> cuts out. And you're like, no! But you just you just know that after watching that, you know they, they disprove it in some way and say that somehow they fucked up the experiment and it doesn't prove anything. They're just, they're, just, they're, just stuck in the, they're just stuck in their own sort of bubble. They just, you know, they don't listen to anyone else. I, I know it's an easy, uh, it's like shooting fish in a barrel, but the, uh, mm. I, love, I love that Facebook meme that goes around. It's not even a meme. It's like um, a screen print from the Flat Earth Society. Oh, yes. I know the way you mean. Yeah. Flat Earthers all around the globe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Read that back again slowly. <laughs> cool. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of tying in to the Flat Earthers. Uh, I, okay. I went to the cinema uh, another time, John. Oh. I know, three times. this, this uh, Three times last time, I think, and three times this time. Um, I went to see Missing Link. Oh, right, yes. They stop motion. Um... <laughs> yeah, it's from Leica Studios, the people that did Kubo and the Two Strings. Uh, yeah. Was two string, which, was, um, was, which was fascinating, though a bit slow, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kubo it's quite nice it's, you know, it looks beautiful but um, yeah a little bit slow um, yeah Missing Link not all that not all uh, that it's alright the, the trailer makes it look <laughs> a lot funnier than it actually is oh okay yeah so, it served uh, its purpose it made you go and see it <laughs> well I took my children obviously fair enough I've gone without them but um, yeah that <laughs> that um, I've kind of talked about two of the things I, other things I watched as well, John. I'm okay. Saying, yeah, Avengers Endgame, obviously, and um, Game of Thrones I've been watching. Um, just, one, just one <laughs> other thing I've watched. Shall I do that and then come back to you? Yeah, fine. Go for it. Oh, sorry to bother you. Okay. No, that's what I watched. Sorry to bother you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
okay. yeah. Uh, it's, um, it's 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 kind of I suppose an urban sci-fi in a way. Bizarrely, um, it's a film, and again, I can't do it anywhere near justice because I can't remember any of the people in it, the guy that directed it, or, or anything. Um, okay. It's basically about um, you know, this guy, uh, yeah, black guy. Um, he's not succeeding at life. He's living in his uncle's garage with his girlfriend and um he's uh he's, he needs a job he needs money and he finds this job in a call center and um he discovers that he's really good at it and the, the reason he's really good at it is that he can do white man voice really well okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he talks in this like really um you know a, a sort of very mi- american middle class or upper class voice and and he's selling to middle class white people and and they they're buying into it and he's really really good he and uh but um there's a bit of revolt going on in the call center and the people that he works with who are not as successful as him um are trying to um rally for fair pay and and benefits and um it's one of the one of the guys that's in um the walking dead actually uh the, the glenn the, uh, the oh yes glenn i can't remember the actor's name but he's in it and he's okay. kind of like the ringleader for the for the um for the for the group of people that work there yeah uh and so but it, it's 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 really i don't know it's really weird it gets really weird and i can't do it justice i can't describe what happens but it, it's just really weird the way like his life sort of it's kind of dystopian a little bit sort of it's not post-apocalyptic but the, the world's resources are dwindling jobs are hard to find you know the, the 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 population is out of control and so people start sort of selling themselves into labor camps in a way um so you sign up for this thing you're you're guaranteed food uh, shelter and employment for life but basically you work for nothing and you get all this this is your payment and you live in a big communal area you have very little free time and um and and it turns out that the guy that's selling the stuff in the call center he becomes a power seller and he's actually selling this product to to or or selling the services of these people in these in these warehouses to make make weapons and then he discovers that actually they're being turned into weapons themselves and, and <laughs> mutation and and it gets oh really really fucking weird and it, it's it's kind of I, I don't know it's like a real urban and urban film but with a real sci-fi twist to it uh, that gets really weird uh-huh. um, and it didn't get a cinematic release over here or at least not yeah. a wide scale cinematic release in the uk um so i rented it on bt films uh, my wife couldn't get on with it at all she went to bed early uh, and i watched the rest of it i thought it was really good i really yeah, enjoyed cool. it so sorry to bother you it's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> tip it's really weird like prepare yourself it's weird but it's good um <laughs> john what else have you watched yeah. <laughs> oh dear oh a lot of it don't um <laughs> something when i i just lump under one day but I, I did have myself a little kevin smith festival <laughs> I watched uh, I watched from uh, I watched Clark's Morass, Chasing Amy, Dogma, James Bond, Bob Strike Back, and Clark's Two. Wow, and that's, that's, that's all, in order. Have... all in yeah. order. Uh, they weren't in order. I, did, I just wrote them down in order because that's the easiest way to remember them. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I just forgot how much I loved them all. Right. Uh, simple as that, really. And uh, what the icing on the cake was, I, I put that in a message on Twitter, uh, something on the lines of watching Kevin Smith's films over again. I forgot how much I loved them. 
but not Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a, a like from Kevin Smith himself. So he is quite good with the likes, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I think maybe had two likes on Twitter from him. Um, and I'm still yeah, super excited. In, in a few days, I'm going to watch uh, Kevin Smith do the podcast thing that we discussed last time. Is uh, it this Wednesday coming? Uh, it's the 15th. What's the date today? Oh, no, that's, that's a week Wednesday. A week tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I've got a friend to come now. Hey! Yeah, our friend Two Button Hero, Stu, is coming with me. Oh, awesome. And it's been moved from Hammersmith, uh, sorry, Avintim Apollo, as it is yeah. these days. It's been moved to Indigo O2 at the O2, ah. which used to be the Millennium Dome. Yeah, that's where I saw him. Yeah, so there we go. Stuff. What else you watch, John? What else? Tell me. Tell me. Uh, the Umbrella Academy. Ah, have you watched it? Don't spoil I've it. Is it. it good? Oh, okay. It's fucking awesome. Is it really? I've heard such mixed reviews. I've heard people say that uh, it's it's utter bullshit. Really? Controversially, yeah, I have. Yeah, like I, I saw one person on my Facebook feed say, "Why the fuck did I sit through hours of that? It was uh, oh, tedi- okay. tedious and tedious and boring." Oh, everyone's everyone's entitled to their own opinion. So you're saying they're wrong? Yeah, <laughs> saying they're wrong. Okay. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I fucking loved it. <laughs> it does keep popping up on my Netflix feed, uh, but I have not watched it yet. Um, I, I just I want to have a good chunk of time to actually get into it. I finished. Um, I th- I'm sure I said last time actually. I followed. I finished um, Titans. Oh yes, yes. Which uh, I quite enjoyed. Um, probably enjoyed the start of it more than the end of it. I, I preferred the, the earlier episodes, but uh-huh. it's still quite enjoyable. Uh, and I, but I haven't found the time to sit down and watch Umbrella Academy. I really want to, though. I do want to. It is very, very good. Cool. Uh, I, I, actually, I'm going to give some props to some actors. Um. <laughs> oh, props. As in, what, like uh, something to hold? Something to That's sit right, on? yes. <laughs> Did you um, buy them from Marvel, from the Daredevil series? <laughs> <laughs> that's right chucking money away huge cool auction yeah sorry go um, ahead props uh, I mean do you know the, the basics of the Umbrella Academy not at, at all. all no nothing about it at all um, seven but, children yeah yeah it's okay to spoil it a little bit just don't spoil oh, it this, well, this is like the opening you know the, the opening setup. Seven, okay. seven children around the world are, are, are born and uh, I've forgotten his name this man pays the women to have the children as in, oh. you know, I'll take I'll take them away from you. Oh, I see. It t- and it turns out these these um, he thinks that these seven children all have uh, some kind of unique powers, mm-hmm. and and six of them do, but one doesn't. One who grows up, um, what was her name? Uh, Vanessa, who's played by Ellen Page. Oh yes. It turns out that she doesn't have any powers, but the other six do, and the other six children become like this little superhero group. They get sent out on missions to, you know, be superheroes and fight crime and stuff. Yeah. Um, I won't even say more than that, but uh, I think it's right his character name. There's one guy played by uh, Robert Sheehan. He's, he's basically, um, he can speak to the, de- he can speak to the dead okay. and, and see them, but no one else can. And also he's a, he's a, he's a drug addict. He takes drugs to try and stop this because it drives him mad because they're just the, the dead just follow him around all the time and try and talk to him. <laughs> um, but he's the same, he's the same guy who was Tom in Mortal Engines. Do you remember him the main guy? Uh, yes, vaguely I do. I have yeah. only seen the first few minutes. At the first 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's the same guy. He's fantastic in this. He's oh, absolutely cool. brilliant. 
And the other one is, um, again, I didn't write the character name, but it's an actor by the name of Aidan Gallagher. He's got the, the ability to travel through time. Mm. And in the opening episode, he comes, I can't remember the actual the, the distance of time he travels, but the side effect is he's, uh, he uses up so much of his power to travel back to this point in time, he comes back as a thir- himself at 13 years old. But he's, got, <laughs> but he's, got, he's still got the knowledge of being an older person. I can't remember... Um, so he's a thirty-year-old boy with the with the with the mental mind of a of a grown man, yeah. and he just he just plays it so well. He's just another fantastic actor. Oh, cool. Uh, so yeah, that's my props. Props for them. Sorry, listen, yeah, listening to too much word burger at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Especially uh, the Moss Icy Rap Show. Enjoying that. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love a bit of Word Burglar. Uh, and also, one of the songs on there produced by the same guy who's producing my band's album. Brilliant. How about that? That is awesome. Yes, yeah, so uh, props to uh, to Milk Plus. Matt Cat, though. Yeah, good guy. Ah, Milk good Plus. Guy. Milk Plus, yes, who also has rap albums available to purchase or download or stream. Excellent. Yeah, like UK Geekster or Geekster UK. I think it's Geekster UK. Okay. Yeah. Ch- ch- check it out. Um, yeah. So write that down right now. Milk Plus. Yes. I went. I went. I saw um, MC Lars and Mega Ran. Did you did. A, did a whole interview with them. Uh, filmed it all and um, bugger trying to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still haven't quite got the audio in sync with the with the picture, but after oh. I think the 10th attempt, I was like, fuck yeah. it, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. A um, little bit of news uh, about, um, about conventions, really. Oh, yes. Yeah, we obviously are going to MCM Comic Con. We are. In this very month. Looking forward to it. Never been to the May one. Only ever gone to the October one. Oh, I've Yeah, okay. Mm, yeah, yeah, they do two a year. Um, it's, it's, it's the UK's largest pop culture expo, MCM. Uh, and it's getting better, as I say, each year because uh, it's, it is. Now, it's now run by Reed Pop, who organised the New York Comic Con, amongst others. Um, and it's also put a little bit of a, a, a nail in the coffin, as reported on the HunHerdNerd.com today, um, for villains, uh, Heroes and Villains Fan Fest, which was supposed to take place over the same weekend. Oh. Olympia, on the other side of London. Oh. And basically, they couldn't attract enough guests, <laughs> attractions, uh, people, line up. Oh, same weekend. That's a, yeah. That's a big ask. Um, and so they have had to postpone it until February. When it will take place at the same time as Walker Stalker Con, because it's run by the same people. Ah. Also at XL. So, uh, yeah. And and so I had an influencer retweet this story today on Twitter and say, sorry, I won't be there, guys. Hope to see you in February. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I watched all the likes on that tweet going like, one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Fucking hell, it's not stopping. Uh, <laughs> And uh, and just like feeling a little bit bitter that the influencer was getting all those likes off the back of my story. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we are going to Comic Con. I have to warn you, John. I'm now armed with a full-on camera rig. 
Okay, which mean like a steady arm or something? <laughs> like I've got a steady arm and I'll hold it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I got, I got that. I mean, I'm not suggesting that we have to film. I will film some of it, but I'm not suggesting yeah. we have to film to camera because I know you're not really that comfortable with that kind of thing. But uh, just in case, I can twist your arm. We've got that. Okay. And, and, a, and a proper microphone this time, so we won't have all the <laughs> in the background. So I've, I've got a fluffy mic. Oh, yeah, <laughs> a fluffy microphone. <laughs> Just imagining a very hairy man. <laughs> well, I mean, you're imagining me. I am a very hairy man. I mean, it's pretty much just an extension of me. <laughs> so Kick let me down. Um, he was supposed to lend me his rig so I could film this interview. Yes. And uh, he, I said, can you bring it to the next band practice? He said yes, and they didn't come. Oh, so I had to buy one last Jeez. week. I had to buy one. So um, it was all right. I spent like 60, 70 quid on, on stuff. So oh. I could film with my iPhone, with a microphone and a, a sort of thing, gimbal thing, whatever. I nice. Know. It's not a gimbal. It's just a, it's a bit like a selfie stick, but not long. <laughs> it's a tripod, actually. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Just thinking of an alternate timeline, you could have used it to film our um, our discussion panel. <laughs> oh, God, <gotcha. laughs> that, that must have been an email they sent to lots of people. There must be... Um, yes, they must, they must I have guess they did. Slots. I guess it's a, sort of an inclusion thing, isn't it? Just sort of... Um, yeah. They must have a room to set up where you can have a panel. But yeah, MTM emailed us and said, uh, hi, guys, do you, uh, <laughs> do you fancy putting on a panel? Yeah. <laughs> It can be anything like, uh, what's your favourite film? What are you looking forward to this year? Uh, keep it wacky, keep it fun. <laughs> and um, I just imagined the tumbleweed across the room. Oh, God, if there's one person there, I would have been, hello, welcome to the panel. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like public speaking. I've always got on well with it. Um, so I wouldn't have a problem talking. I just need some people to actually be there. <laughs> That's my concern. Um, I could drive around the front and sit in one of the chairs. <laughs> the the unheard nerd. I've never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the point, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, time to uh, t- time to call a halt to these uh, these proceedings. I think. Excellent stuff. All quality, no all filler. Cool. All, no filler, all killer. <laughs> all, only slight ramblings when I was watching the football. Instead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually concentrated on giving a review of a film I watched. <laughs> if you didn't mention it, could have got away with it. <laughs> it may or may not be in the final cut. <laughs> anyway, John. Well. It's been a pleasure. Are we going to do a live podcast at Comic-Con? Yes. Fuck yeah. Of course you idiot. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I've really enjoyed the last one. That's brilliant. Good. Great. Uh, I said, yeah, listening as you talk to random people because I fucking can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got stickers to give these random people so they'll actually listen to the podcast after. Hey! So uh, we'll, we'll give out some stickers and um, if anyone... <laughs> this, this is like... This is Neil in a haystack. But if anyone, <laughs> anyone listening actually is going to Comic-Con, come and find us. Give you a, give you a sticker. It'll probably be the... What we reckon? Saturdays, you reckon? Uh, yeah, I'll probably go on the... I'll, I'll probably hit it up because, you know, I'll work right next to XL these days. Um, I'll probably hit it up on the Friday, uh, the Saturday, and then maybe take the kids on the Sunday. But uh, podcast on a Saturday, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Okay, makes sense. Cool beans. Okay, John, it's been a pleasure, as always. It has. You've been, you've been listening to Jump the Shark. Did I say Jump the Shark at the beginning? I've got doubts now. Did I say Betty Mac <laughs> <and> Laserdisc? <laughs> 
Oh, good. I think I said it's this jumping shot of pop culture podcast from now. I'm like, no, that's probably nice. Yes. Just on autopilot. I just had a moment of doubt. I was like, <laughs> people will be listening to it. It'll be, welcome to Jump the Shark. <laughs> Poorly edited in. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, nothing shit. See you, John. See you, Will. Bye bye. Bye.